When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It is the 30th of January, 2023. This is the COB podcast, the stuff you need to know about the day in business and markets. And I'm here with David Scott. I'm Nadine Blaney, by the way. Um, Scotty, look, I don't want to talk us out of a job, but that was a very, <laughs> that was a very uninteresting day at an index level out there. <laughs> yeah, just before doing the, uh, the podcast, I just let out a, a massive yawn. And uh, look, there was lots of news to flow at the uh, individual stock level, but at the index level today, it was just a bit ho-hum. I was, I was expecting some fireworks. China's back online following New Lunar New Year, big tech rally in the States, but nah, we didn't get enthusiastic about it one iota. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Do you think it's because, you know, we've seen such a strong performance this month, a little bit of caution maybe when we realize that we've got central banks looming huge data points coming this week particularly overseas but you know you know here in australia as well retail sales will go a long way to tell us how you know the christmas shopping period went um just a bit of trepidation i'd say so and the fact we're up 6.3 percent in aussie dollar terms or closer to 10 percent in us dollar terms in less than a month uh we've come a long way we've got a lot of good news priced in and uh yeah now it's time to deliver the goods in actuality and uh, as we've come across uh, many times in recent years, that's not necessarily guaranteed. So, yeah, it's been a good uh, good month. But, uh, yeah, not surprised to see a few investors sitting on their hands today. So, uh, yeah, big, big week coming up. Yeah, all right. So I kind of buried the lead, but the local market finished down by about, let's call it two-tenths of a percent, 7,482. But keep in mind, as Scuddy just said, you know, month to date up by more than 6% at an index level last week up you know, half a percent, somewhere around that. So, uh, look, uh, there's no crying in the cornflakes at this time, um, particularly because we're getting a lot of information coming from corporate. So a lot of quarterlies still coming through both, uh, you know, quarterly uh, numbers from, you know, El Cidian is one that comes to mind, Mighty Craft, but also the quarterly production numbers coming from some of these miners. And Linus was one today that was one of the best performers. Uh, Core Lithium as well, yeah. off the back of these quarterly reports. Yeah, uh, the market, I uh, know, liked both. Core Lithium, you've got to say, has probably got a pretty high bar to go and meet and uh, obviously exceeded that, given it topped the, uh, the benchmark leaderboard today. But uh, yeah, also the likes of uh, Linus, I uh, know, talking about strong demand for rare earths. Uh, we know that uh, no, there's a big push to try and diversify away from China when it comes to those things. So yeah, Linus also delivering the goods, which I've got to say, all things being equal, when I think back over January and the other uh, quarters that have come out so far, most have either been in line or impress the market rather than really being like a, a shellacking. So maybe I uh, know we've been kind to uh, these, uh, these production numbers, but uh, yeah, all things being equal, things look to be holding up pretty well. Yeah, absolutely. I spoke with Stephen Innes from um, AP, SPI, 
SPI a little bit earlier on today and, and asked him, you know, do you think that a lot of the enthusiasm over the China reopening has already been baked into commodity prices? And he said no. He reckons that uh, Asian investors in particular would be really wise to look at the price of oil and uh, take cues from that. Uh, because he he just he, he thinks that there's going to be a lot of um, you know a lot more strength being exhibited across the Asian region. He's positive on China shares. He's positive on emerging markets right now. Yeah, I am too. I'm not so much about China. And yes, I agree with the uh, the energy side of the equation. Probably not fully priced in there. But I'd say a lot of other metals have gone and priced it in pretty quickly. I'm looking at iron ore trading 130 bucks a ton. Copper above 430 a pound. It all seems like lots of good news is there. Now it's time for China to go and build, as we know they've done many, many times in the past, to go and resurrect their economic fortunes. Will this time be any different? Yeah, I think it might be. But uh, yeah, for the time being, it's really been a powerful force. That's, uh, that's undeniable. Look, the Chinese market's coming back online today in the wake of Chinese Lunar New Year and uh, mildly positive. Uh, so obviously, they're still trading as we record this podcast. But um, yeah, I mean, nothing nothing really fell in a heap. Uh, we get some data coming from China as well. We get factory activity that's coming through tomorrow. So it'll be interesting to see how the data flows from from China evolves. Um, so yeah, I think five of the top performers in the index today, Scotty, were all uh, commodities related, uh, you know, mostly lithium related. Um, but then you've got Wise Tech, Wise Tech Global <laughs> in the tech space. I think it probably benefited from that rally that we saw last week in tech in New York, but it also has to do with the brokers weighing in after that acquisition that it did, you know, proving that Aussie tech, you know, can still be making some, some strides. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty good performance coming through from Wise Tech. Um, but Scotty, the other end of the spectrum, so the real laggards, bit of bit more of a motley crew. Um, ResMed, IAG, yo, that flooding in Auckland was something to behold. Mm, one of my mates uh, over there sent through some footage from the uh, international airport. And I said to him, you sure it's not the uh, international seaport? It was uh, about uh, half a metre or so underwater in the main terminal, which is just amazing to go and think. And uh, that's only uh, the part of it. Obviously, it's been a lot more damage. And the thoughts with all the people in New Zealand have been impacted. But, yeah, the insurer is hit pretty hard today, uh, IAG especially. Okay, let's get to it, shall we? Um, there's so much risk event on the horizon this week. But I had a chat with Chris Weston from Pepperstone saying, not really around the central banks. I mean, the market positioning is for no surprise when it comes to a hawkish Fed, hawkish ECB, you know, relatively hawkish Bank of England. It's really the data points that could potentially, uh, you know, provide some volatility, provide some opportunities uh, for traders. It, it's a big week, isn't it? I mean, where where's your sort of core focus? Uh, look, I think the big tech earnings are going to be undeniably a very powerful force. We know that the, uh, the, the Jerome Powell is going to come back and say, no, the market pricing for cuts here is wrong, blah, 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 blah. We, we've heard that no, so many times now. We know that's pretty much what we're going to expect on this occasion too. But it's really the tech earnings that I know will be in focus. We know that there's been so many people talking about downside risk for earnings. For a long period of time, people thought that these particular companies were immune to our economic forces. Well, Maybe this week we'll find out whether that's necessarily the case. So we've seen a few of those other big tech titans in recent quarters have really spluttered. Uh, the likes of Apple and the well, is that going to be the case as well? I guess we'll find out in a few days' time. Apple, Amazon, Meta, yeah, some of the really big kahunas coming this week. Not so tonight. It's it's a relatively quiet night out there. Really, we've got a few earnings. Whirlpool is amongst them. We've got 
the uh, the Dallas Fed Manufacturing Index. So that's something that we can look at come tomorrow morning. But uh, it's really getting going as this week progresses. Hey, here tomorrow, Scotty, we've got retail sales. I think this is going to be interesting just because there's so much going on with the Aussie consumer, so much when it comes to interest rates. And uh, of course, that key Christmas selling period. We've had some updates coming from, you know, super retail and JB Hi-Fi really positive while others, you know, baby bunting comes to mind was not. So I think it'll go uh, a long way to clarify some of what the expectations are for those consumer related stocks, which is really, you know, a real topic of conversation uh, with a lot of the, uh, you know, advisors and analysts that I speak with on a daily basis. You? Yeah, absolutely. No, we're going to get that answer because you can't really go and look at Christmas spending now in isolation, December only. It's really a story of October, November and December now, given uh, no Black Friday, Cyber Monday sales as well. So we've got to get the, uh, the full picture uh, come 11.30 a.m. tomorrow. So hopefully it'll fill in a few pieces and importantly as well, it'll provide that volume measure. Uh, so this will be a, a quite sizable chunk of GDP that will be coming through the first of the inputs. So we can go and see what the uh, ABS has to go and say about volume terms. And that might help set the tone for the early phases of what we might look at for Q4 GDP. All right. Uh, wow, we're thinking ahead to Q4 GDP. I'm thinking ahead to next week, the RBA. Um, what do you, you, you wrote a bit of a spicy view today in the newsletter, I've got to say, Scotty. What is it? Yeah. Uh, look, uh, let's just say that what people are going to tell me on the program and in, in public spheres about you know, the other uh, governor and the performance that's over his tenure so far uh, relative to what I hear in private, and I'm not going to go and divulge those things. Clearly, it's, uh, that's not my role as a journalist to go and regurgitate what uh, people tell me in confidence. But I've been flabbergasted at uh, just the sheer level of concern about the performance of the RBA governor over the last few years and the communication in particular. Uh, a lot of people think that, uh, that he needs to be replaced. I just hope that uh, Jim Chalmers, when he makes the decision and gets the feedback and has the RBA review findings in front of him, gets an honest appraisal from, uh, from those in the community about you know, who should be best in charge to go and look after the central bank moving forward rather than the, uh, the public sphere of uh, niceties and uh, trying to massage relationships. And so I won't give it all away, but it's been really eye-opening, the conversations I've had recently. Yeah, all right. Well, you can subscribe to the newsletter if you do not. Uh, we like to vary our product here. You've got the podcast. You've got the site that you can go to to catch up on all the interviews that we've done throughout the day today. Uh, Jumbe Lu uh, is available via the show notes. She talks about a couple stock specifics today. I, I had a chat with Mark Carnegie from uh, MHC Digital or uh, Mark Carnegie and Co., depending on how you want to view him as an investor. Hey, Scotty, he says that we are in the, uh, you know, the mother of all bear traps. He's he's listed a whole bunch of risks that we're facing this year. And this is, you know, big picture stuff like geopolitics and the amount that we're spending on defense as well as, um, you know, uh, the quiet quitting phenomenon as people try to figure out exactly what they're doing in the in their lives post-COVID, but he said, Scotty, I won't give it all away, but that he's still like 100% dedicated to crypto in his day-to-day -day life. You know, he really still, he's not suggesting that people should buy, what they should buy, you know, allocate anything, but he still says the future is in decentralized finance. Which 
Because the question, uh, my mate Konikalakis uh, and Mark Anegi made a bet about crypto last year, and oh uh, Mark God. lost <laughs> and pledged to go and run naked down Rundle Moor, which is just uh, over to my right here in Adelaide. Uh, and so there's some big shiny silver balls there that will probably make for a great feature to go and run past uh, on that trek. To give you any insight as to when he's planning to come down to Adelaide and he make that run, did not. I wish you would have reminded me because you know I would have asked that, Scotty. <laughs> but hey. If that happens, I am coming to Adelaide for the first time ever, just just so I could say I was there. <laughs> I can tell you there's a nice little pub that overlooks the mall as well. You can sit there and sip a rosé and, uh, and watch Mark uh, run his uh, business up and down the mall. All right. Well, uh, that's cool. I, that's a good place to leave it. Look, we've got a stellar lineup of expert guests coming up tomorrow. I hope if you received it, you enjoyed our Three Themes morning newsletter. More of that to come. And uh, yeah, if you have missed anything and it's not available via the show notes, don't forget you can go to osbiz.com.au. Scutty, shall we call it a day? Bring on the last day of the month. We'll see you then. Ooh, see you then. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.